0: I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter, and the topic of this newsletter is going to be, you're not really here unless you are. Have you ever studied quantum physics? Have you ever looked into science or the study of matter at the tiniest levels? Well, it's actually a really fascinating subject. I've always been interested in science, and if you've been reading my work for a while, I talk about a lot of different things. But what's really cool about science and history and why I love studying these topics is because you can, when you take that along with all of the different spiritual traditions in the world, you can kind of start to see a fabric of what's going on on here on planet Earth and what's going on in life. And one of the interesting things about quantum physics is that when we look at our bodies, when we study, you know, we look and we think, oh, this is my hand, it's solid, but when you look at it from the quantum level, I mean if you remember from grade school you got protons, neutrons, electrons, they're basically, you've got the, the atoms that vibrate, and so you've got protons, neutrons, and electrons, and those particles when you look at them under, like say you take an electron of a, a particular atom and you look at it under a microscope, Uh, You know, what do you call it? Electron microscope, I guess it is. And so you look at it under this microscope, and you know this dot that makes up these atoms. There's that is actually made up of even smaller particles, and these particles. This is called quantum physics, which is the study of matter at the tiniest level. And the interesting thing about quantum physics and quantum particles, or quarks, as they say, are these particles blink into and out of existence 60 million times a second. So this hand here, that you think is solid from a scientific level really is just blinking into and out of existence 60 million times a second. So you could say, I'm not really here unless I am. And when you start studying and, and looking at studying of consciousness and look at some of the indigenous tribes around the world and the different prophecies like the Maya prophecies the Hopi prophecies I mean there's some really fascinating stuff out there and what's really cool is the History Channel is starting to get a lot of this stuff out there that you normally you didn't hear about this stuff growing up in grade school and I mean when like uh, the History Channel did a series called Ancient Aliens where they basically I think it was like a mini-series it was um, I think like 20 episodes and what they did is they studied Indigenous culture, history, ancient writings—writings writings that are thousands of years old that predate Christianity, uh, Islam, all of the spiritual traditions. And what's interesting, like if you've ever studied uh, Zachariah Sitchin's or any of his work, this guy spent his life studying the clay tablets with the cuneiform that came from, I guess, over the area, you know, the where Iran is over in that area. And there's he spent his life um basically interpreting and translating 26,000 different clay tablets that were written in cuneiform and what's really mind bending is a lot of these things basically talk about ancient aliens basically came to earth and genetically modified human beings and that were basically some kind of a hybrid race and that actually the human body is and these things are like five six thousand years old there's twenty six thousand of them that this guy spent his life he's written dozens of books on it anyways these alien beings basically came and they they i guess modified or genetically modified us and because the humanoid form i guess apparently is is pretty spread throughout the galaxy and what's fascinating is you know they talk about ancient aliens i mean when you look at the maya these you know egypt i mean all over the world Monuments and stone structures that are thousands of years old. Many of these things are so old that we don't even know who made them. I mean, there was a—I think I talked about in an earlier article. There was a discovery made over in uh, where the heck was it? it? Was somewhere in the? It was in Turkey, and there was this sheep herder's walking in the middle of freaking desert, and he sees something you know sticking out of the ground or whatever, and he goes over and and basically there's some big piece of stone or whatever and so make a long story short he tells the authorities they go out there and they start digging it up and there's these giant columns that that they've dated the site to over 13,000 years ago they have no idea who built it there's all kinds of carvings and um, stuff and on the uh, on these structures and these big giant beams of stone weigh like thousands and thousands of tons and there's absolutely no way that you know, even today we couldn't, we'd be very challenged to move some of this stuff with even our heaviest lifting equipment. So how did people thirteen thousand years ago move this stuff? I mean, when you look at the crayon the crayon says, I think we, human history only goes back like three thousand years. But over in the middle, I mean, you got cuneiform, you got these language. I mean, this stuff is like five, six thousand years old. Some of this stuff is ten and fifteen thousand years old. They're even saying the pyramids, they think, are like the. The Sphinx itself is like 26,000 years old. And so there's always history is, you know, when we look at ancient history, it's like what we learned growing up and now what we're starting to understand about our world and our planet and what's going on. And, and now you got the Maya and the Hopi, which people are like, you know, what's the Maya, the 2012 thing? Isn't the world going to end in 2012? Well, what it is, it's just basically their calendar. They're, and their calendar basically tracks the... I guess the orbit, if you will, of of our galaxy as it travels throughout the universe. It's, it goes in like an elliptical pattern. And so basically what they're saying is that we go through a part of the galaxy to where basically people in this area, this realm, whatever you want to call it, we lose our consciousness. We lose our connection to our own divinity. I mean, you look at things like Deepak Chopra says it were the eyes of the universe looking at itself and when you study every spiritual tradition and it talks about the oneness of all life and how we're all interconnected I mean there's a quote I put on here by Max Planck I mean this was like almost a hundred years ago that scientists understood the nature of reality and we're just now starting to, to learn about this stuff I mean you got former astronauts going on TV going on CNN like Dr. Edgar Mitchell who was the sixth man to walk on the moon? He spent more time in the moon than any of the other astronauts. He actually grew up in Roswell, New Mexico, and probably was what stimulated him to get in the space program later when he when he grew up. If you've ever heard of the Roswell incident, where there was a, a crashed alien disc that crashed there in nineteen forty-seven, he was in that town. He, he grew up there. He everybody knew everybody in that town, and even though the military came in and clamped down everything, everybody was talking about it, and they talked about it. For years and all knew what was going on and, and basically with the US government and the rest of some of these governments around the world started studying this alien phenomenon because basically after they exploded the nuclear bomb all kinds of lights and, and spacecraft were showing up in our atmosphere and so they started studying it and what they, they realized is there's best basically interdimensional all, thousands of different extraterrestrial races coming into and out of our Our atmosphere, and what the military realizes if ET wanted to come down here and kick our ass, that there is absolutely nothing they could do about it to protect us, and so they decided to. And and Dr. Mitchell's—he's been talking about this for years on CNN, Larry King. I mean, you can go and Google Google this stuff. He talks about what the government did is that Truman got together and said, "You know what? We can't protect the American people, so what we will do." is we will study this technology in secret, we'll try to come up with ways to defend ourselves, and in the meantime, we're basically gonna use disinformation, and we're gonna cover up the truth, because we can't do anything to protect everybody if they wanted to come down here and take over. And so this is, I mean, this is like crazy stuff that's been going on, and so we basically have this stuff that was you know, still existing today, to where this technology and you can read the you know there's a book by uh, General uh, Corso I read this thing in the 90s where he was the guy that took charge of this crash disk in Roswell and was basically in charge of trying to back engineer it And so he sorted up the parts and sent it to different defense contractors and over the years we developed Kevlar fiber optics night vision I mean several things that we use that are that are common today and this guy gave lectures, I mean, you can you can read his book and see this stuff, I mean, it's a fascinating topic. And, you know, just this past year, the National Press Club, you had everybody got together, and all the major media outlets around the world, and there were, I think it was 12 different Air Force, retired Air Force officers, These were, and basically what they were all disclosing was that, you know, while they were you know working at nuclear missile installations, some of them were in Europe, some of them obviously were in the United States, basically for the past 50 60 years old ET has been showing up over our nuclear missile silos and just shutting everything off basically in essence saying to us that hey we're you guys can do whatever the hell you want but we're not gonna let you destroy each other and you know ruin the planet basically and when you look in this so you study the Maya and the Hopi and I mean, there's there's thousands of indigenous tribes around the world. And they all have similar prophecies, and they basically say that humanity, the universe, decided at some point thousands of years ago, hey, I want to do this experiment of good versus evil, where humanity is going to become disconnected on this planet, and everything's going to be allowed—rape, pillaging, wars, whatever—is going to be allowed, just so the universe can experiment, like Deepak Chopra says, where the eyes of the universe looking at itself and at the quantum level if the same force is growing my heart beating my fingernails beating yours growing yours then we're all connected i mean it's pretty obvious i mean science is is base, science and spirituality has basically been merging over the past 50 years and so i mean i could go on all day these are fascinating topics but my whole point of bringing all this up is is that one of the things that steve jobs said before he died was that every day he got up and he looked himself in the mirror and he asked himself he said if I knew today was my last day on this planet would I want to do what I'm about to do today and he said when his answer was no too many days in a row then he knew he needed to make a change and so he did and so my point is is get off your fucking ass put your balls in the chopping block and go for what you want in life because you're only here for a certain set period of time it's like Wayne Dyer says he says you're born and you show up from an infinite source you basically show up from nowhere to now here and where are you going when you die you're going nowhere you can't take it with you so one of the things that Steve Jobs said was that you've already lost everything everything you love and everything that's important to you in life you're gonna it's all gonna eventually turn to dust And if you're worried about what other people think about you or what they're going to, you know, they think you may look foolish, it doesn't matter because everyone and everything in this world is going to turn to dust. So you might as well get off your ass and get into the game of life and start living and enjoying and pursue your passion. Follow your curiosity, follow your heart, follow your intuition. Go after the things that you have a passion for, even if right now you're not working in a job that you really want to be working at. Get out there, get in the game, turn off your fucking TV, start reading and learning about things, start studying history and learn what's going on in the world and get excited about something. If you get excited about something, you get excited about your life, it's going to be a lot easier to become more successful with women. So if you find, the, if you appreciate the value of the information in this message, you can show your appreciation by clicking on the Wibia toolbar at the bottom of your screen and clicking the Paypal Donate button and donate any amount that you feel is equal to the value of the information in this message. At the very least, please share this page with all your friends and family by clicking any one of the social network sharing buttons on the Wibby toolbar. If you've got a question or a topic that you'd like for me to cover in a future video newsletter, just click the Contact Me tab on the left hand side of your screen and send me a detailed email and give me several days to get back to you. And if you'd like to sign up for a paid phone coaching session with me personally, just click the Products tab at the top of your screen and follow the instructions for booking a paid phone session with yours truly. And I will talk to you soon.